0: Hello, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today. Do you know that uh, that life and peace that we enjoy every day in Christ is available for us moment by moment all through the day? And that is the sign and wonder for today. But what happens when we choose not to abide and live from the life-giving Spirit to bear His character of peace um the problem is is we go to another place and we go over here and live by the flesh. The flesh um, is spelt backwards h self h stands for her or himself, so it's self life you see, and sometimes when the body of Christ does not yield um, and make. Like Paul says in Romans chapter 12, verses 1, he says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, which is your holy and pleasing spiritual act of worship. When we don't do that, though, what happens is God has to use problems. That's right. God doesn't cause problems. Most problems are usually caused by us. Um, an example of that is if I'm living by the flesh, I'm going to run the red light. And of course, there's going to be a consequence there And uh, as an example. Um, but when we're living and led by the Spirit, living from the life-giving Spirit of Christ, we can trust Christ as our righteousness to do what's right. And so God uses problems nevertheless, and He'll take those problems and He'll allow them to push us to a place called the end of self-life, so that we can see that Christ is our life. Remember Colossians 3, 3, and 4, For you have died, and your life is now hidden in Christ. And when Christ, who is your life, appears, you too appear with him in glory. The Apostle Paul goes on to say, If we live according to the flesh, we will die. But if by the Spirit we put to death the misdeeds of the body, we will live. those who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. So he gives us the importance and the need for dependency on um, the Spirit of God in us as children of God. Um, Also, uh, he speaks about no longer being under the law when we're led by the Spirit. And so, remember, when it comes to behavior um, and doing what's right, um, it's being led by the Spirit as a child of God. And we can trust the Holy Spirit in us. Um, to teach us um, how to act consistent with who we really are. Remember, the Holy Spirit is in the body of Christ to teach us everything we need to know. Now we know that He is in us, working in us, um, giving us the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. What pleases Him? Well, to love one another as I have loved you. Jesus said to His disciples, By loving one another, all people will know that you are my disciples. And so what he does, first of all, in the body of Christ, Christ, he actually gives us a desire um, to be loved and forgiven by him um, because that's why he went to a cross. He dies for us so he could give his life to us, so he could transmit his life through us. So we are forgiven and we have that life in us that loves us unconditionally. And what he does is he gives us that desire to want to love folks But remember and forgive people that don't necessarily need or deserve to be forgiven. But what happens is, as he gives us the desire to want to actually do this, remember he has the power to do what pleases him through us as well. So remember, under this new covenant, folks, when Jesus goes to the cross for us, um, the good news about the new covenant is this, is and the writer of Hebrews talks about this in eight verse 12, that's Hebrews chapter eight, verse 12. And I will forgive their wickedness and will never again remember their sins. And so the reason why God doesn't remember our sins anymore is because Jesus took them. And so remember the, the new covenant, um, the dividing line of the new covenant is at the cross before the cross was old covenant at the cross the death burial and resurrection of jesus christ is the new covenant and so remember a will you know will um when my path when my father passed away he left a will and so that will went in force when he died Um, but it never went in force while he was still living as an example now when jesus goes to a cross Um, and dies and is laid down in that tomb we see there that uh, that will goes in force now the new covenant will and so the author of Hebrews 9 verse 16 and 17 says in the case of a will it is necessary to prove the death of the one who made it because a will is in force only when the person dies it never goes in force while the person who made it is still um, still living so remember, under the old covenant, folks, um, blood and bulls, blood of bulls and goats, were the way of forgiveness. They uh, once a year there was atonement for sins, and what they had to do was go out and get them a bull or goat, an uh, animal sacrifice. And of course, they would uh, have to that animal would have to be sacrificed, as they put their heads on that bull or goat. And then what happened was that would atone for their sins, that would cover their sins for that year. But then they would go off and, uh, you know, the father would say, "Okay, we'll see you next year with your animal sacrifice. And so this was again and again, this old covenant forgiveness was ongoing um, because remember, um, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. And so we have to remember under this new covenant, when Jesus goes to a cross for us, um, what happens is John says, look, the. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And so he gets everybody's attention before Jesus is going to a cross for the sins of the world, of course. But remember, you know, on the earth, you know, before the cross, Jesus had two earthly ministries. And so a lot of times that's not being discussed in the body of Christ. But I believe it's really important for us to to see that. And I'll conclude this message in that. You see, what happens is Jesus is going to, the first of all, the the Pharisees, the religious leaders of the day, the Jewish leaders, those under the law, and what he's doing is trying to show them, teaching them that they don't have a righteousness that surpasses his. You see, and so he's interested in seeing them get saved as well and becoming right with God, but it's only by grace through faith in him, Jesus Christ alone, are we made right with God. And so remember, this is a gift um, as we respond to him. And so what he's going to do is he's going to say things like this. If you guys have um, looked at a woman with lust, you've committed adultery in your heart. Um, And they're all like, oops, blew that one. So you see what he's doing is he's raising the bar of law, you see. He's trying to show them that they're just not right. They haven't lived up to God's laws. And again, he says, look, if your right arm causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better for you to go to heaven with one arm than to go in the hell with two. And then he talks about the eye. If your, right, if your right eye caused you to sin, pluck it out. It's better for you to go to heaven with one eye than to go to hell with both. What's he doing? Like I said, he's trying to show them that they don't have a righteousness that surpasses his. He does not want them to cut their arms off. He does not want them to pluck their eyes out. You see, he doesn't want them to self-condemn themselves because they've looked at women with lust, committed adultery in their heart. No, he's just trying to show them a need for his death, burial, and resurrection, which is the new covenant. Another another ministry Jesus had was, remember, he was abiding in the Father, and so the Father was working through him. So he was given the disciples and us an example of how to live dependent on him now under grace through the way he lived dependent on the Father, in the Gospels, okay. That's why when Philip comes to him, and he says, "Show us the Father," and that'll be good enough for us. And, and Jesus looks at Philip and says, "Philip, haven't you been with me long enough that when you've seen me, you've seen the Father? You see, or at least believe in the miracles, the evidence of the miracles themselves. I didn't do them, but it was the Father working through me that did them. Do you see that? And so, as we uh, learn from His example, what we're going to do is choose to live from the life. Giving Spirit of Christ to bear his character today and we get to participate with him because we're one spirit with him. remember we're spiritual beings here having a human experience. God bless